not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where we get real about all of our favourite pop culture films and TV shows. I'm Chris, and with me as always is my breaking news broadcast reporter, Sam. What's that, Chris? What's that? What's smells that? like a... What's that smell? It smells like a, a big old news dump. It smells like a big old dump of some news. Oh, There's, God. Oh, what's it doing? It reminds it, me of being near it, the tip. Oh. What's it doing in the podcast studio, Chris? Oh, uh, on on the floor. Uh, really, uh, news? Uh, really in the house? <laughs> Roos Luma, can't uh, can't get rid of him. We 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 try to give him the airtime on this episode every single week, and he comes in and does something like this. Oh, he took a big old Roos Luma oh. news dump all over the floor. One day, <laughs> Bruce Luma, we will get you. <laughs> Curses! Shake's fist at ceiling. Unexpected way to start it, but here we are. How you doing, mate? You okay? I'm good, mate. I'm good. How are you? Another week, another podcast. I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Ah, bro. Um, <sighs> we actually saw each other face-to-face from like a socially distant thing this week. That was weird. Yes. <laughs> I, signed, I signed an autograph for you. You did? Yes. And I, I stole that autograph and I signed him up for lots of things that he doesn't want. Oh dear! <laughs> oh, he's now paying my mortgage. That's he doesn't know this, yet. That's what all this spam junk mail is signing me up for <laughs> stuff that I don't want to say on the podcast. <laughs> Male adult diapers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Localescorts.com. What the hell is this? <laughs> If you've, got, um, if you've got a junk file in your email, you know. <laughs> you yeah. Know. Oh, what's this premium P Hub account? <laughs> anyway, swiftly um, moving on. Sam, what have you been watching this week? What have I been watching this week? Right, I finished, what have you been watching? I listened to the beginning of our last week's episode just to refresh myself on what I did watch last week. So, I have finished The Man in the High Castle. It Excellent. is done. Um. Yeah, it's. I didn't realise that it was actually cancelled recently, um, or when it when the final season finished. That was the going to be the final season going into it. Uh, it mm-hmm. kind of leaves on like a bit of a, you know, like something a little bit open ended. I don't really know what I'd compare it to. Maybe a bit like, um, just where it feels like there's when you were like, right, oh, next season's going to be really good, and then you realise there's not going to be a next season. <laughs> that kind of thing i'm but, so excited for <laughs> yeah it's pretty weird i won't say what happens or anything just in case there's anyone listening who's like decided to start watching it or anything because I, I do highly recommend it i yeah. just it's a bit of a dexterish ending you know like where the the season the actual series is really good all the way through in my opinion yeah. anyway and then you have this ending that's just a bit like uh, they kind of knew they had to wrap a lot of stuff up really quick yeah, real sudden ending. Instead of having like another full season, they're like, "Oh, we've only got like a certain amount of episodes left." Quick. Yeah, there was a lot of satisfaction from it though, so I can't. Uh, at the same time, like some of the things that did happen were good. Um, but yeah, that's that. It's like the "How I Met Your Mother" ending, where it's like you find out just as you start filming the final season that you've only got that one season left, and it's like, "Oh shit, we're on the last season. We haven't even introduced the mother." Yeah. So she just gets sidelined to two fucking episodes at the end. 
Speaking of stuff like that, I've also been watching The Office US as well. Uh, I've been watching season seven with my girlfriend and season one by myself. So I'm uh, <laughs> catching up with where I've been watching um, to kill a bit of time. Must be a little bit weird, that. Yeah, it is. It's like I keep seeing um, Steve Carell more re- like kind of more recently and then I keep seeing him like from literal years ago. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, no. I don't think season one was the best season for me from what i remember i remember like season two was where it found its footing you know sort of like when it left the uk office behind yeah season one's pretty much just a ripoff of the uk office yeah Um, i'm up to the bit in um when i'm watching the newer seasons where it was the dwight who has a a wig for everyone in the office and it's such an iconic moment (laughs) And I was like, I can't believe What's that. What's the ginger one's name? What's her name? Oh, um, she's not. Is it ginger? Are you on about Meredith? Yeah, red hair, redhead one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that, that gif of him turning around wearing Meredith's wig is phenomenal. It's honestly so <laughs> iconic, and I can't believe that was only at like season seven. But um, yeah. no, yeah, I love the US Office. That's just what I've been binging in the background, so I don't really need to mention that again next week. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched Blade Runner 2049, which was oh, good. Yes. Uh, and then I'm sure there was one more thing. I watched Outside the Wire. I watched, uh, I mentioned that already. Watch Blade Runner 2049. Ooh, I know what I can tell you what Ooh. I've watched. Uh, I finally watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was on my uh, to watch list whilst uh, lockdown's on. And I finally gave it a watch. And do you know what? What did you think? I thought it was actually all right, to be fair. I, much better than it needed to be or anyone was expecting it to you be. You know what? Much better than what it needed to be is exactly the right way of saying it. That's, like, yeah, spot on. I, I was expecting it to be dog trash going into it. And I left it, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like a waste of my time. I feel like that was like a fun laugh. Like, Jim Carrey needs to be in the sequel more. Yeah, I thought it was better than... I watched Onward, and I thought it was better than Onward, to be fair. That, that might be a bit of a controversial thing to say up top. And, the, uh, those people who Disney is their entire personality, we got about 50 of them typing up angry emails to us now. <laughs> How dare you? Um, Suddenly the Hedgehog is not better than Onward. No, I don't know. I just felt like maybe because it was Jim Carrey playing Dr. Robotnik. I think oh. he carried that film proper, like really carried it. Um, I think his moments were definitely like the funniest bits. Oh, there was some really the bit about breastfeeding when he's at that guy's <laughs> door, um, and he says, "Well, I was breastfed," and he goes, "Nice, <laughs> it's like <laughs> so good." Um, yeah, his his timing's just amazing. And yeah. also, when you remember that's Jim, when you really think about it, and you think that is Jim Carrey playing Doctor Robotnik, and when you yeah. think about that for a second. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just seems like the perfect casting, doesn't it? Like, It seems like a weird role that you just wouldn't think he'd enjoy. But he, ha- he just seems like he has a lot of fun on screen with it. So I feel like it let him let loose, which a lot of roles that he's done lately haven't. Like, he was able to do, like, his The Mask-style antics. Yeah, it's like he's coming. Which I they, feel like yeah. the character probably wasn't written like that. But as soon as they cast Jim Carrey, they're like, okay, here's the script do whatever you want <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's a good way of looking at it and then that's it what have you been watching mate uh just the mcu on on the mcu rewatch still we Continuing are it. so we we finished captain marvel last night we're watching endgame straight after this podcast with a pizza 
We're going to watch Endgame. I'm so fucking excited for it. Mm. Um, especially now after re-watching everything. I'm like, I'm pumped for Endgame. I'm pumped for those payoffs. Yeah. Just like, give me Cap catching Mjolnir any day of the week and it will just <laughs> brighten my mood. Um, what else? Uh, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. We haven't mm-hmm. spoken about this for a couple of weeks now because of when we recorded the podcast. We're on no, episode four now. That came out today. We're doing this a little bit different this time because when we did The Mandalorian, we were talking about The Mandalorian every single week. And what mm-hmm. we're doing is we did our first impressions episode, which go check it out. But instead, we're going to do like a roundup. So we'll do like a first impressions of like the first, like, say, one, two episodes like we did with Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, that's what I've also watched. I've been watching uh, Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. Snowpiercer's back. It's uh, We got our predictions right. It was Sean Bean as uh, Wilfred. Yeah. But it, really, that that yeah. like voice was unmistakable. We knew who it was. Yeah. Straight away. Straight away, um, just a gentle northern bloke. <laughs> but yeah, we'll um, we'll then round it up once the season's done. So then we'll actually yeah. do our one division episode. But yeah, what uh, what do we think? Because we won't go too deep into the little things. But what did you think of the last two episodes, episode three and four? Ooh, I really liked the ending of the last episode. Episode really four. It. The oh, sorry, the not the ending of this episode. The ending of the one before. Episode three, so the one where spoiler alert, she has the children. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. that, then the it goes a little bit dark. I kind of like that. Yes. And I liked how this new latest episode kind of like took the time to kind of establish what's going on and kind of answered a lot of questions, which was good. I enjoyed the way the title of the episode was um, uh, a break from our regular scheduled broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Because like so that's good. literally what it is. Like even the episode name is smart, but yeah, some much needed answers for a lot of people. I love um, um, what's the character's name? Freddie Freddie Wong is it? Uh, Freddie Freddie Wu. Freddie Wu. Sorry, Freddie Wong is the uh, YouTuber. Um, I don't think it's <laughs> Freddie actually... Wu. You carry on. I don't think it's Freddie, but you have a little look. I'll double check. Oh, I think he says he wants to name his kid little, like a little Freddy Woo. I think, uh, isn't it like Jimmy Woo or something? Jimmy Woo, yeah, I think it's Jimmy yeah. Woo. I think he said he wants like a kid to call him Freddy. Um, yeah, it's Jimmy Woo. That's right. Uh, he's writing on the board, and I'm like, I'm like, that's literally like every like casual fans' questions about the show is like, why hexagons? Why sitcoms? Why this? Why that? Why the other? <laughs> Scrolls? Question like, mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally just like he literally was just the casual viewer in that moment, writing everything on a whiteboard. Just there, like, don't worry, we understand you're confused at the moment too. Yeah. Or we need to talk about this after the podcast. Just remind okay. me before you shoot off. We need to talk about okay. something after the podcast. Um, okay. There was a, a lot of good little Easter eggs to the comic books and stuff like that. Uh, mm. We got details on Marie, uh, uh, Monica Rambo's backstory, what's been happening. And I loved the way uh, it linked back into Endgame as well. Um, it gave us some like more fleshed out like what happened after the what third snap. Second snap? It was mm. the second snap. Um, no, it would have been the third snap because the second one destroyed the stones, didn't it? Um, lost. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, there's too many snaps in those yeah. films now. Uh, when people came back, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yes, I think it's great when we talk about it more in depth, because I don't want to get into too many spoilers in the first 10 minutes of the podcast. Yeah, I think we should probably move on. <laughs> um, Let's talk about but it But it's so good. It's WandaVision good. is yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, what good. else have I been watching? Um, uh, oh, Riverdale's back for season five, baby. The, you've been watching it. <laughs> the trash show that I can't give up. Uh, it's it's honestly it's so bad but it knows how campy and cheesy it is so it leans into it and it just makes it just like i can't stop watching it and like i've got like a certain group of friends that all watch it as well and we just like watch it and trash talk it afterwards it's great i feel like it's Um, not like the final season they've not announced it's the final season no i just feel like it probably should be I feel like I feel like season one, episode one should have been the final season. <laughs> no, do you know what? Final season should have been season two when they decided that the killer was Betty's dad and not Sheriff Keller. Because <laughs> they set it up all season for it to be Sheriff Keller. And then they were just there like, it's Betty's dad, okay. Um, he brought yeah. up as a religious zealot and now he's a murderer. <laughs> Incredible. Big topic. Um yeah, what else have I been watching? I finished Disney's Imagineering for the second time. Yeah, I've I just saw been watching your, uh, so much about that. the theme parks. I saw you bits in that on the group. I really want to delve into that. I'm back oh, if you've not watched it, week, so I'm going to probably throw it on in the background. Oh, it's so good. I've watched it twice now, and like it's just fascinating seeing like the inner workings of the theme parks and stuff like that. And like at the moment, I've been watching like loads of YouTube about the parks as well. I'm just like, I just really want to go back to Disneyland. Um, I went to Disney Paris, but I want to go to I want to go to Walt Disney we World in Florida. We should do a road trip with the pods <laughs> and our girlfriends because they will want to come to a group trip to Florida. Would be pretty. Sick. May it would actually be more cost effective, I believe. If we get like a big Airbnb, it definitely would. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> side tracker aside, what else? Um, that's it, really. Actually. Yeah, everything else that I've spoke about in previous weeks, stuff that I'm just trying to get through. Cool. So yeah, onto the news, onto the big old news well, dump. Is there a trailer before we talk about news? Because I feel like the oh, news dump okay. should probably be the main topic. There's quite a few trailers. There's quite a so, few trailers. All right, I'll let you take it away and then I'll okay. start the news. First of all, that we can both talk about because it came out after we recorded the last episode, Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh yeah. Oh, this was the big trailer. Kong's been eaten. Kong Ooh. has been eaten. Kong, Kong, Kong got strong. He is small, bro. <laughs> he, he's literally like doubled his size. So uh, last, he's fighting yeah. the fuck out of Godzilla. So last week we had seen like that little teaser, like trailer before the trailer thing, didn't we? And then the f- yeah. full trailer. So do you want to talk about that bit of the trailer that definitely is Mecha Godzilla, or do you want me definitely to definitely Mecha Godzilla? It's absolutely uh, so, Mecha Godzilla. So you said, "Oh, there's rumors that it's Mecha Godzilla," and I was like, "I don't want it to be Mecha Godzilla. I just want the two of them to fight." But the more I think about it, the more I just want to see Mecha Godzilla at the same time. It has got to be Mecha Godzilla. That I'm telling you right now, that first that first shot in the trailer where there's those people running away, mm-hmm. that is a hundred percent Mecha Godzilla. That I'm, Big I'm red glowy it now. eyes. Yeah, I'm calling it now because um, we had the shot. Um, in like a control room and it says something about like load uh, like powering up or loading or something on the screen behind him it definitely looks like a robot version of godzilla on the screen yeah and also i mean if you're looking at systems and then there's blue a blue outline and then it's got like little red bits in it that is definitely you're not you've not got that information on godzilla surely that's gotta be it's gotta be mecha godzilla but in other news i'm wondering if maybe we've got 
I'm wondering if maybe we got it the wrong way around. Maybe because we think it's going to be like a classic versus like, oh, they fight for a bit and then they team up. What if it's the other way around and like maybe you got like Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla like at the beginning, but then Godzilla just kind of goes on a tear, so then they bring in Kong to take down Godzilla after that fight. I mean, that would be a good little way of. Uh... I mean, because it almost seems too obvious now that it's Mecha. after what it's put in the. Yeah, it almost seems like it'd be too obvious. So, so you were texting me when this trailer dropped, and I was like half an hour late to the trailer dropping. Mm. You were like, "Oh my god, oh god, Mecha Godzilla!" Blah blah blah. I was like, "Bro, how did you not talk about the fact that Godzilla? Uh, sorry, King Kong has made a giant blue glowing <laughs> atomic battle axe from one of the spines of Godzilla." Yeah, <laughs> that kinda. shot of him jumping through Neo Tokyo or Shanghai or Hong Kong. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure where it is. Uh, I'm gonna guess maybe Tokyo because. The ties to the original Godzilla films being Japanese, maybe. Yeah, he's doing like, a real Thor moment, isn't he? Yeah, literally like launching Stormbreaker at Thanos. Like, maybe he'll go for the head, maybe he'll go for Godzilla's head. But mm-hmm. that shot, I was like, sign me the fuck up. Like, I don't care if there's no plot in this film. I would just watch that shot on loop for two hours. <laughs> uh, it, like, I'm going to post some stuff on about... Because I've got some photos, so I'm going to post them up on um, our Instagram. On the yeah, I'll post them up on the socials so everyone can have like a little look and see the comparisons that we're making here between the shots because it's a hot topic at the minute, really, I'd say. Mm. Um, also, there's been some toy Hot topic leaks. the shop. Hot topic. Definitely not hot topic the shop. Remember, <laughs> it's more like a, you know, like pulp. You remember Pulp? Oh, pulp was just the British watered-down <laughs> version of Hot po- a Hot Topic is what it was. There's also been some toy so leaks for the Emo Godzilla vs. Kong toys um, that have showed up on eBay, amazingly. Um, you've got, obviously, you've got a Godzilla, you've got a Kong, you've got a Warbat, which is uh, a bit like a, it looks like a bit like a Minoc from uh, Star Wars. Looks a bit weird. You've got a Skullcrawler okay, yeah. that was in Kong in the originally, those things through the desert. Uh, and then you've got a look at what could be Hellhawk. Um, I don't know what Hellhawk is. I don't remember the name. I don't think it's like one of the big ones. It's not like a Mothra or anything, but... Yeah? No, it looks like a Cthulhu version of the creatures from the first Godzilla film. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I don't know it at all. It must be... Um... Name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, Hellhawks are... Oh, it's on the Wikizilla, the Kaiju Encyclopedia. Uh, It says here, (laughs) Hellhawks are winged creatures, so plural, uh, who will appear in 2021 film Godzilla vs. Kong. Must be a little... Must be what um, the bloody skull crawlers are for uh, for Godzilla, maybe. You know, like small little creatures? Yeah, yeah. It's just so obvious that it's Mechagodzilla in there at some point. I know. When you when you look at everything all together, it's almost like painfully obvious. Also, there's more spoilers in like the toy range. Um I'm seeing images now and I'm seeing them laid over the top of each other. There's like a giant standee with like loads of different toys in it. Um, let me go back and find it again because I clicked on too many yeah. things afterwards. So why are you looking at it that? It looks yeah. like we've got Mecha Godzilla and then normal Godzilla maybe wearing some sort of armor on its back. Maybe to fight off Mecha Godzilla. Maybe. Don't know. Or maybe they turn Godzilla into Mecha Godzilla and that's what Kong's doing. And maybe the trailers are fake out this whole time. Oh, 
Oh. Anyway. Like how the endgame stuff had, like, Thor with two eyes and stuff. Just, yeah. I mean, it's it's a stretch, but... There's literally... So there's, a, like, there's a toy collection line here, which is where we got the Hellhawk stuff from. And it's mm. got, like, Kong fighting Mecha Godzilla, and then behind him is Godzilla with some sort of red armor on his back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be. It's going to be. Anyway, we, we've spoken about Godzilla for quite a bit. <laughs> so yeah. uh, what's the other trailers that we've had? Okay, other trailers. We had also, a new one for Raya and the Last Dragon. Big Monsters is going to be a good big time. But it's just a shame you're going to watch it on a small screen at home on HBO Max. Oh, yikes. Anyway, uh, yikes. sorry, what um, Raya and the Last Dragon, you yeah, know the Disney good. film that's coming up? Yeah, it looks We've good. We've got a full-length trailer. Mm. Yeah, this does look good. Um, so you get in, like, War and Factions. We've got Aquafina playing the Last Dragon. We've seen what that looks like now. And all I could think whenever I saw that character on screen, have you seen Big Mouth yet? Uh, I've not, no. Oh, it reminds me of the female hormone demon from that. Like, she looks and sounds just like it. And it was kind of off-putting for me. I was like, this is a nice, innocent kids film. And all I can think is, like, a seductive hormone cartoon monster from an adult cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) It's just off-putting. You've got babies and monkeys pulling off heists for, like, dragon crystals. Okay. Um, it, it, It looks crazy, but this looks like such a good film like i can't wait for this to drop i reckon um, this is gonna get an absolute shed load of support from uh star wars fans as well that were on the side of kelly marie tran throughout like definitely. the whole last jedi and rise of skywalker debacle so i think mm-hmm. it's gonna gonna be a good time i think this is gonna get a lot of support as well because it's only it's what the second uh, second asian protagonist that we've had really mm-hmm. for disney we had mulan and we've had raya now so I think it's definitely going to get a lot of traction. This is launching on in cinemas and on Disney Plus with a paid premium membership on the same day. Uh, what day was it? I think it was March 4th or something. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Speedy Google. That. Doing a speedy Google. It was March 4th. I was right. Don't well, doubt yourself. Okay, after that, we've got a real-life film. Uh, have you ever heard of Silk Road? The website? Uh, no, but I know that I know what the Silk Road is in terms of real life knowledge. Okay, well, Silk Road was also a dark web website. Basically, it was the Amazon of drugs and firearms and everything like oh, that. Okay. It's basically the real life story of the essentially teenager that started that business and the FBI trying to track him down and everything like oh, that. It's got so Jason it's a Clark super. In it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got the kid from Love, Simon, and the Elite Roll. He's not a kid now. That sounds like, like, what's the word? Not demoralizing. Uh, belittling him. He's not a kid. Yeah. Um, but, like, this seems like a crazy, over-the-top story about the FBI, like, but fair play. Um, mm-hmm. If you're interested in dark web shenanigans, it'll be an interesting watch. Mm-hmm. Um. Crisis. This is a film um, about the video game. Uh, no, not about the video game. Although that would be cool. Um, a Crisis movie would. Right, somebody make it right now. Okay, <laughs> somebody make Crisis the movie because that's all I can think of now that Sam said this. No, it's about the opioid crisis in America, which nobody wants to fucking talk about, even though it's one of the worst things happening in America right now. Yeah. Um, uh, it basically follows a load of different people impacted by the opioid crisis in different ways and like a CIA 
FBI trying to go undercover inside of opioid drug businesses and stuff like that. And Evangeline Lilly is in this as well, and she plays like a distraught mother, like trying to get vengeance for her son that is involved in it and it was used to peddle drugs and stuff like that. So completely different character for Evangeline Lilly. Uh, this had a massive cast. It's got Gary Oldman in there. Yeah. Um, it's got Army Hammer in there. So this film's going to be big. Uh, Lily Rose Depp is in it. Luke Evans is in it. Uh, They've not edited Sam Army Worthington, Hammer. Michelle Rodriguez. They've not edited Army Hammer. Army Hammer out of the film, no, because of uh, uh, no, not at the moment. Absolute off the rails. Uh. Uh, we discussed that after the podcast last time, and we're going to keep it off the podcast. Uh, Greg Kinnear is in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this film actually looked like really good like the performances looked like quite good in this mm-hmm. and like i said like i'm interested to see evangeline lily and more things where she plays like a different type of character especially now after watching all the mcu stuff and seeing her as the wasp yeah, uh, i just yeah. want to see her in more stuff awesome and um... the final one is the courier benedict cumberbatch true story again we're getting lots of true stories uh benedict cumberbatch is a a marketing courier who gets picked up by the British Secret Service and becomes like an informant in KGB Cold War Russia. Mm. Um, it's got Jesse Buckley playing his wife in it, which her career has blown up in the last two years since she did Wild Rose. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is great in anything. I think he really suits like mid 20th century period pieces. I think he's great in them. Yeah. So fair play. Uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be trying to push for some awards i think next year maybe or maybe it still will be valued uh, validated for this year's awards i don't know what the cutoff date with award season being pushed back and stuff mm. so fuck knows and there's also one for uh bob and star go to visa like, del mar i felt um, like that it, was the true journalist in you then that spoke out when you said fuck knows fuck knows what's happening that's literally every journalist at the moment isn't it like we don't know what's happening in the world yeah exactly Uh, we also got a very short trailer for barb and stargo to visa del mar which is Kristen wiggins another female actress it basically just looks like an extended uh saturday night live sketch and i was watching it i was like oh like, it looks like there's no plot other than two crazy middle-aged women go on a holiday. <laughs> it's basically like if you got two of the Golden Girls and put them in, like, a holiday resort. Incredible. Uh, it it looked awful. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's trailers. Uh, right, so... News, 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 news. Um, oh, speak. Uh, I remembered now. Um, before we, that was a big roller coaster of emotions. Um, before <laughs> we move on, um, not in terms of trailers, but just some stuff that has come out this week that's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know whether you remembered it from a couple of episodes, but you spoke about a trailer for The Dig. Um, that's out yes. on Netflix now. If you want to watch that, okay, um, cool. And also, The White Tiger looks really good. Uh, I've seen a lot of trailers for that. It does look good. Probably going to watch that this weekend. So I don't know whether we maybe want to do an episode on that next week, you know. I don't know. Maybe if you you watch it before I do, let me know what you think and see if it's worth an episode and then I can... I can watch it if it is necessary. Sounds good. Because I've got a list of other things that I'm planning on watching this weekend. Big news? 
yeah, let's get on to this big old news dump because there's so much news happened this week. Okay, let's do this. So, where do we start, Chris? Do you want me to just pick a story and we'll just go as we go along? Or should we yeah. tell you what? There's lots of casting this week. Let's talk about casting. Okay. So, the first casting that I want to mention about is a particular... Do you remember a uh, certain actress playing a certain vault hunter in a certain Borderlands movie that's coming out? I think you mean Thor Ragnarok's own Hela herself, Kate Blanchett, being cast as possibly Lilith? Yes. Uh, I Well, everyone probably thinks so. I don't know whether that's been confirmed. I can't remember. It was a while ago since I think she was cast as a siren, but I don't think it was 100% said mm. Lilith, but... A lot of people are like, Lilith would be the best siren for her to play. Yes. Anyway, the news is is that Kevin Hart has been cast in the old Borderlands movie as well. Now, we spoke about this yesterday on your live stream, because Sam streams now uh, at twitch.tv. Don't tell them what I don't tell them. No, no, it's too nerdy for this. It's too nerdy for the podcast. <laughs> it's not too nerdy. It we're is. talking about don't we're talking want, about a Borderlands. I've already movie got one over. friend from work that's on there. I don't want anybody else. <laughs> right, <laughs> it, it's good. Go check him out. Um, but we discussed this anyway, and I feel like he's going to be cast as Claptrap. Now you said this, and I kind of agree with you. I think it is more than likely that he will be playing Claptrap. But then we both said. We're not exactly too pleased about this. Like, I like Kevin Hart as, like, a comedian. A stand-up comedian, he's great. And I think he is good. But I don't think he can carry a film by himself. He always needs somebody else to play off as. And I just feel like, as the voice of Claptrap, he's going to be unbearable. And Claptrap, for me, is, like, the best part of the games. Now, I always feel that Claptrap's voice... Now, we're, we're only assuming that he's playing Claptrap, because there's absolutely no confirmation that of who he's playing. That's just yeah. our hot guess at the minute. But if he is playing Claptrap, I just I just think he's got... Claptrap's got such an iconic personality and voice in the Borderlands games that why don't you just guy, get the guy who plays Claptrap? That's literally what I was about to he say. Would like, why don't you just absolutely do it. He would absolutely do it, 100%. But it's because they want all the big names attached to the film. They want like massive names attached to it, and they can be like, "Oh, we've got a comedic robot voiced by a comedian." Mm. Like, obviously, like I don't want to bring race into it and stuff like that. But we're thinking about like the characters from the Borderlands franchise, and we know that it's going to have established characters that we already know in it and stuff like that. Yeah. So. If he is going to be a Vault Hunter, I think the only black Vault Hunter that we've had is Roland. Black male Vault Hunter that we've had is Roland. And Kevin Hart really does not suit the Roland type. Like, Roland is just, like, the straight guy soldier. Yeah. He's not the comedic foil at all. And, like, you definitely need a comedian to pull off Claptrap. If you're not going to get the original guy, you need somebody with comedic time and then... And like funny wits about him, but I feel like yeah, I don't know. I get- Kevin Hart's characters are mostly just like shouting to be funny a lot of the time, and that's not who Claptrap is. Yeah, I mean Kevin Hart, don't worry, like no doubt carries a comedic presence, but I just don't think it's Claptrap. It's like if you watch no. um, Jumanji and you see him in Jumanji, I just don't think he carries. I don't. I don't think that's what I want from the Claptrap. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Might watch it. That's literally what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it like Ride awesome. Along and Ride Along 2 as well. It's like 
Like most of his jokes are just what? And I was like, that's not claptrap in the slightest. The other thing is, <laughs> is that they may also, although we have Lilith, they may just create a bunch of other vault hunters. They he- could do, and I think that would be the best thing if yeah. they did. Um, I mean, he could be playing like a, a flak type, which is like a big, uh, like imagine he like could a possibly big, voice uh, flak. Um, oh, he could flak's be- a bit monotone. Maybe zero underneath the helmet. He could be. He could be playing a psycho. Oh, okay, yeah. That he be would be a funny villain for the Borderlands universe. Yeah, he'd actually be pretty good. I feel like I feel like he is claptrap, but these other suggestions would also be good. Yeah, let's just. He take would. A, he would sorry, make a great psycho, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, he'd make an awesome psycho. Be so good. So there's also been another array of casting as well for the Sandman movie, which is uh, oh no, sorry, live action series. It's going to be about a to say, Netflix is it a movie action. or a series? Uh, Collider said it's a live action series, so I've not okay. really been keeping up with this. I know the Sandman's more kind of your thing because you were really into the comics. We talked about it a while ago, yeah, but yeah. I we knew Netflix were working on something, but we've not heard anything since Joseph Gordon-Levitt stepped away from the project. Yeah, so we have Taron Edgerton. Okay. Reportedly has been added in. Um, who kind of strikes me as someone that would probably replace Joseph Gordon Levitt in whatever role he would have been doing. It's entirely possible. Uh, he is quite a versatile actor, like we've seen with like Rocket Man and stuff like that. So Yeah. Definitely put him in like a big like swishy wig and a big cloak, and he could definitely be Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Um, you've then also got Boyd Holbrook, who you'd recognise from Narcos and the villain in Logan. Yes. Uh, we've also got uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, and another guy who I don't recognise, so that's great reporting from uh, me. What's his name? It doesn't say. <laughs> oh, have you just got a picture? I've just got pictures. Uh, so, do you want to send me a link? I might be able uh, to... Yeah, and then I'll carry on talking about the whole uh, rest of the <laughs> other casting that we've doing had. Doing the thing and the doing the, doing the stuffs and the things. Because and... I don't really know who these people could be playing. There's like little pictures next to them and I don't know who, who they would be. Give um, you a second to receive The guy on that, the left you're talking about, aren't you? Yeah, do you recognise him? He looks like a younger version of uh, best podcast we've ever done. Buffy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks like a younger version of one of the guys from Buffy. Yeah, um, I don't know if those pictures are potential casting that they've said. Like they said, Gwendolyn Christie might be playing Lucifer. Yeah, like a which bit that of would a... be interesting casting. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, uh, and they're putting this other guy that we don't know who he is as Morpheus. Which I feel like if you're getting Taron Edgerton in, you wouldn't. He would probably have the main role in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Next story. Uh, next story. Christie as Lucifer would be great. Yeah. Agree. Agree. And or is I that Gabriel? I think that's actually Gabriel. Okay. I know nothing about it, but yeah, it'd be fine. Um, next <laughs> thing is that there is a strong report coming exclusively from giant giantfreakingrobot.com. Um, the olden. I am Alan Atomreich. Alden Eigenreich. Eigenreich. 
um, will return as Han Solo in some shape or form. So basically, long story short, and why this is like such a important thing is that this come from the same scoop that giant freaking robot got when it was about Josh Brolin returning to the MCU as Thanos. So okay. according to that, the 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 source was that is for Infinity War was that um for the Eternals. That was returning. So that would have probably have been af- for Infinity War, maybe after after something like Guardians okay. or something. So um yeah, I'm pretty stoked because I think when we spoke about Solo, I didn't think it was too bad. Um, we were going to talk about sequels that we'd like to see, and Solo was actually going to be one for me. Spoiler alert. All right. Um, so he yeah. was originally signed up to a three-picture deal, uh, but obviously Solo performed so poorly. Um, yeah, maybe he's, still, maybe he's still signed into that deal. But maybe they might have to make an amendment to it. So we it, we it mentioned might be about, like three properties. Yeah. So we meant you mentioned earlier about the Lando series potentially the mm-hmm. limited run of Lando. That'd be quite good if Donald Glover came back for that, uh, and maybe yeah. just showing up in one of the other series as a like a quick cameo or something. Just like a quick like oh, he just his his adventure just collides maybe with somebody Obi-Wan. else's. Maybe an Obi Wan because it, it would be around about the same time, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Because Han's quite a bit old. Is Han quite a bit older than Luke in A New Hope? Yeah, he's a, he is a little bit older. Um, but we know that Solo was before A New Hope. Yeah, and obviously Obi Wan's taken place in that gap as well. It was after Re- Revenge of the Sith and before A New Hope. Yeah, be a cool so it's little... in that nineteen-year gap. So yeah, it'd be a cool little. Uh... I, look, I I honestly didn't mind him. I think that obviously, I think at the time that Solo came out, I think the main problem with Solo was just everyone was suffering from Star Wars fatigue. To be honest, I, th- I think that, and I think it's messy production as well. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think he was fine as Solo, so yeah. I'd be happy to see him in something with a less tumultuous uh, production. Good choice of words. Thank you. <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> uh, I did right, feel no- good about that one. Next story is there's a couple of... I think that's it in terms of casting. I think the only other thing that's worth mentioning, it come, coming again from Giant giant Freaking Robot, uh, is that Marvel is rebooting The Punisher, but apparently keeping John Bernthal in the plans. So I think he I was I think the phenomenal. looking of redoing some of the Netflix properties with maybe the same cast, like Charlie Cox coming back as Daredevil and stuff. Well, he's appearing in... Um, he's got a role in the upcoming Spider-Man film. Spider-Man's, yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, which is exciting. I saw a really good like um, fan fan image of him sat in a courtroom with uh, Tom Holland and it being about mm. his um, his identity as it gets revealed at the end of Far From Home. Yeah. With it about like kind of the murder of Mysterio and stuff, so... Definitely, I would love to see John Bernthal back. I think he was amazing as Punisher. Oh yeah, he was so good, um, man. That that whole series was amazing. I loved it so much. Yeah, I haven't finished season two. What? Um, so yeah, I just, not I seen just the didn't get round to the, it. I was busy the at the time. And the and then oh, it's good. That was season one, was it? Oh yeah, yeah. it was. It was the end of season one. Have you watched season two? Yes, I have <laughs> watched season two. I have. I have one hundred percent watched season two. Um, okay. I just, I just that bit just lives on. 
forever and okay. ever for me. So we want to talk about some Roos Loomers in the MCU. Love a good Roos um, Loomer. So we ha- this is a Roos Loomer, but it comes from a very creditable source. Uh, source. So there's a guy on Twitter, or a pseudonym on Twitter anyway, called Roger Wardell. Okay. And he is infamous for like leaking Marvel stuff early and stuff like that. Like months and months ago, he put out a tweet saying that Wonder and Vision in the show would be posing as magicians, glamour and illusion to keep up the facade and stuff, which we found out in episode two is real. Mm. He revealed um, the time travel plot lines in Endgame. He's basically been on the money like months ahead of anything else for the MCU for ages. Um, there's other famous examples, but I can't bring them to mind. I'm forgetting now. But he has said, Kevin Feige has said a while ago that he's interested in bringing Nova into it. But we, he's also like good at having like the short list of characters that are coming up. So apparently, Nova and Storm from the X Men are the two next biggest like heroes that we're going to see introduced. Oh, okay. so there's a potential as well. He's saying that we could see at least Storm in Thor, Love and Thunder. Hmm. Which would kind of make sense, the whole Thunder aspect. But do you remember, was it last week or the week before when we talked about Marvel projects that are coming up? Um, how I said in the Gore the God Butcher series, you end up with like a group of different Thors yeah, like yeah. fighting against him. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we'd, we'd have like... Chris Hemsworth, Thor, Jane Fonda, Thor. There is a version from Battleworld, uh, from the Secret Wars comic a couple of years ago, where they created the Thor core, which is like um, in this alternate uh, Secret Wars universe that Doctor Doom made. Basically, it's like loads of different versions of Thor on a team together, and they're like the peacemakers. Okay. And in one of those versions is Storm holding a version of Mjolnir. Um, um, and in the comic books and other versions as well she's been tied to Asgard quite a lot and at one point she ended up living on Asgard for a while and Loki gave her a version of Mjolnir or a version of Stormbreaker uh, called Stormbringer so she has been linked to it in the past so I don't know maybe we could see like a whole bunch of multiverse Thors um, like because this is going to happen a similar time to like Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe this could be like the third part of like this big multiverse story. So instead of doing like the time travel stuff that's in the in the Go the God Butcher storyline, maybe we could get uh, a multiverse like Thor core all going up against Go the God Butcher. So we could get like I don't know, like Storm Thor. There's a version of the the Destroyer, which is Thor. Um, Throg, you could maybe get in there. Oh, that'd be fun. Which was a joke that um, Matt Damon made in Ragnarok, and we know that Matt Damon's coming back. He could play. What two if we had Matt Damon voicing oh, Throg? No. Yeah, I mean, he played. I was when I said two versions of Thor, I meant um, he plays Loki in that bit, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, um, in the performance. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he'd be a funny Throg. I think just having that on screen in general would be amazing. Yeah. Also, with Nova potentially. With Guardians being in it, and we we've got a confirmation that James Gunn will be a producer on this, sort of guiding how the Guardians are used in this film, mm. so that it ties in well with Guardians Three. Um, mm. So maybe we they go to where 
maybe Xandar would have been before Thanos destroyed it. Maybe we get some sort of connection to uh, Nova there, or maybe Nova is sort of introduced there and he's more in Guardians 3. But these are the big rumours coming out from Roger Wardell. Very interesting. It's exciting. Mm. Uh, Any other MCU news? We talked about Deadpool 3 last week, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently there's Spider-Man 3 set photos which are linking Miles Morales in a bit more um, a van that says feast on but I'm not quite sure how that links to Miles Morales and I don't have There'll time be to some read through four articles comic book reference somewhere to do with that I think I think it's it says feast and it has a location so I think that might be sort of like where he lives in Brooklyn and stuff maybe mm-hmm. Uh no, um, right, so there are just a bunch of other bits of news. So the other thing is that the Walking Dead movie filming start date has been confirmed by Andrew Lincoln. That's going to start in spring 2021. So we are getting the movie that we've heard about for a while. Yeah. And Andrew Lincoln's coming back. So yeah. Rick is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't fully know what happened to his character, but... I don't think he died because I didn't see much about him dying. I think he just sort of left. So how is he going to come back into the fold with his other Walking Dead pals? And will it cross over all the different projects, like uh, Worlds Away or whatever the fuck it is, Larger World or something, or Fear the Walking Dead? What the fuck's going to happen? Well, spoilers for the end of The Walking Dead... I think it's probably going to be based on where he goes to in the helicopter. It's going to be something He leaves about... in a helicopter? Sorry? He leaves in a helicopter? <laughs> Have you not seen the end of The Walking Dead? No. I said this. I said this literally two seconds ago. I don't know. I didn't know whether he was dead or left. I thought he oh. just left because I didn't see people saying that he died. Well, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're going to maybe watch it, we you find out that this already. is all a crossover with a 28 days later franchise, and he's on one of those helicopters that goes over to Paris at the end of 28 weeks later. And I reckon what will happen is he'll wake up in a similar way that he does in the TV show, <laughs> but he'll be somewhere else, and he'll have a big door that says, "Don't dead open inside." <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad you remembered that. I was literally, I said that yesterday to someone, I said, don't dead open inside, and I can't remember what it was. Amazing. Yeah, I reckon that'll be, uh, that. that's kind of going to be the, the vibe of what's going on, I reckon, so. Maybe it'll say, dead open, uh, don't, inside. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? I was, I was trying to visualise it, and I just really struggled. Um, the other thing was, is we got a quick look at some more Suicide Squad stuff. Uh, we got like a real, we literally did. quick, quick, quick... Re- six second. Six second interaction between Intra Elba's character, which is called... Bloodsport. Bloodsport. And John Cena's character, which is called... Peacekeeper. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Literally. Um... Like literally two seconds of dialogue, but it kind of sets up a little bit of an, a tone for the film, which yeah, it's very it seems very it's James definitely Gunn. yeah, it's definitely James going very quick and witty. Yeah, yeah, looks good. I'm excited. What, what the first one wanted to be, but sorely wasn't. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, exciting, speaking of DC news, then uh, Yahya Abdul Mantine the second 
one of the best names in the world up there with Giancarlo Esposito. I always feel like you're dead um, happy with yourself when you nail the pronunciation of it. <laughs> the fact is, the fact that I don't even need to read it and I can nail it now. It's like when you learn how to say anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yeah. Or that place or in Wales. that weather, that weather report. report. That's what I was oh. about to say. <laughs> yeah, that's because we've watched the same YouTube video today. What, what YouTube video did we watch today? The one that you linked in our Discord. Oh, did you watch that? I did, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about that in Wales, in work the other day as well. In Wales? I was like, going to say, we're in a bloody l- lockdown, Chris. That's how it ends, is goch, goch, goch. I know that much. Anyway, yeah, Yahya Abdul-Manteen II has confirmed that he is in preps and filming for aquaman 2 will be starting soon he's he's getting absolutely ripped again ready to get in that black power armor with a big old stupid looking helmet which we love which shoots out a big old stupid beam of energy and big beam bitches big atlantean (laughs) beam beam boys (laughs) (laughs) that's the name of our third podcast anyways where we talk about all of our favorite lasers and films and tv shows (laughs) My favourite lasers in movie and TV. Godzilla definitely is up there with his big mouth laser. Anyway, um, in other DC news, a big story that literally dropped today of recording, so Friday, if you're listening to this, um, the Snyder Cut gets a release date, and it's going to be March 18th, which is literally six weeks away. Oh, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. It's nice and close. I'm glad that they've not like said like bloody July or somewhere like that. Like March is like not far and yeah. not much of a wait at all. I know there was there was a lot of stuff online wondering whether whether it would re- reach this release schedule because it had sort of gone quiet on when it was coming out, and we heard that it was meant to be like first quarter of 2021, but it all sort of gone a bit quiet on release dates, and we were getting up to like. Like we're we're almost in February now, so the first quarter is like nearly halfway done. Mm. But yeah, still coming in March. Isn't it weird to think that this is finished now? Like we always knew that it was a Snyder cut and we knew that it was happening, but isn't it weird to think that it's actually done and they've actually yeah. redone that movie? Yeah. Um so crazy. Apparently like it's so a, it's a big film. It's not a TV series. Yeah, it's a four-hour film. Woof. Big old film. Don't, don't drink much water before you watch that. Um <laughs> Oh, no, so you can't Snyder because you're going to be at home watching it on HBO Max so you can pause it. Nah, nah, but you know sweaty fanboys ain't going to pause it because that'll <laughs> ruin his original vision if you ruin the pacing with a piss break in the middle. But what about if you just watch it on the toilet? Do it, like, <laughs> like fucking Chromecast it from your phone to your TV so then if you want to go for a piss you can just Chromecast it back to your phone, you take go. it with you while you go take a hot dump for 10 minutes and then you go back. Great. So Snyder tweeted out the three posters that we've got which say Fallen, Risen and Reborn. Ooh. Um, so this is like, you've got Justice League logo which is all smashed up. Then you've got the Justice League flag which is all torn up in like what looks like the apocalypse uh, future, and then uh, reborn or rebirth. Yeah, reborn is is like not reborn reels on that, the floor. That was the answer to that question that you got. I know you'll never let me live it down. <laughs> never let. Uh, so it's like two. It's a film reel and a film case with Snyder's name written on it. It's like the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like. 
the original film was in ashes it was ruined and then like the fans picked up the banner and they rallied and they stuck the flag in and now we're finally getting the the rebirth the reborn snyder cut wait who's that in the distance chris just look who's that right over there um i think is that is that a suicide squad flag that i see <laughs> is that, is that David Ayer's Suicide Squad? Is that a baldish man with a bit of a facial hair who's waving that around? Is that David Ayer? Is he, is he the only one asking for this? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, he's, he, I don't know whether he's still bald, but there you go. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's that's probably the next thing. I think that you don't do this once to like never do it again. Like, all right, we're just going to do this with Snyder Cut. It's like, you may as well. You may as well, right? I feel like this was the linchpin film for the DCEU, though, whereas like, Suicide Squad very much wasn't, and they're very much moving away from it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Like, if we've discussed this multiple times, if the Snyder Cut does well, they could reboot the DCEU and follow on from the Snyder Cut, whereas mm. they're not going to follow on from Suicide Squad, clearly. But there's all this bloody, you know, all these behind-the-scenes photos now. You're getting an extra tiny, tiny look at Jared Leto. And, you know, he keeps retweeting some stuff from Jared Leto. And he's, you know, he's, I don't know. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, uh, yeah, yeah. he's doing the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one last little bit of DC news. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Or Michelle Pfeiffer, if you want to give her a proper name. <laughs> Even though Michelle Pfeiffer is a much funnier way of saying it. Um, has said that she would come back as Catwoman in the Flash movie if they ask her to. Yeah, that's cool. Um, for the... I mean, I'm always happy to see Michelle Pfeiffer back as Catwoman. Oh, sorry, I'm nodding. For I'm no nodding. reason. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you paused for some for me to explain. No, I, I was nodding because I didn't know how to follow that okay. up. So I was uh, yes. audibly nodding. Or you know she was meant to get her own Tim Burton film back in the day? What, like a Catwoman standalone film? Yeah. Mm, big old universe, eh? Mm, Could have been. Uh, right. I, there's a couple of really big stories this week. There's like one or Go two. Ahead. And one of them isn't that Bebo's coming back. <laughs> um, the other the first big story that we should probably talk about before we move on to the other big story is, is that the habo hotel's coming back as well yeah is habo hotel coming back <laughs> no it's just with you mentioning bebo hotel penguin? those two things go hide uh, hand in hand hotel, club penguin club penguin i said hotel penguin <laughs> oh i didn't i didn't even hear what you said <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um, the first one is, is if you've uh, been sleeping under a rock over the last like 48 hours, or sorry, it'll probably be more like 76 hours, whatever. Um, 72 hours in three days. 72 hours. <laughs> um, 86 hours. No, 96. Anyway, last couple of days. <laughs> four, days. <laughs> um, four days. Basically, there's been some crazy stuff going on with stocks and shares recently. Stonks. Stoinks. Um, <laughs> basically, Reddit has been going crazy. There's been mass manipulation of the stock market, and I don't use manipulation in like I'm trying to stay. I'm, I'm staying unbiased against it. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. We're not in any way at all financially conscious enough to be able to talk about stocks. Uh, in a much, I, I have them, but I don't. I have like bloody like essentially 
I've only just got three figures in them. So, you know, not a lot. So I'm not in a position where I can really talk about whether it's the right <laughs> thing to do or the wrong thing to do. But AM- also we we are not giving professional advice or anything. We are not we are not people in the market. We are not professionally trained. Don't don't trust anything we say, but Basically, listen to our opinion. We're idiots. We have an opinion. Don't trust us. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, something happened with GameStop. GameStop's stock. That's a bit of a hard tongue twister. Um, GameStop stock. GameStop stonks. Stonk. Stonk. <laughs> um, where basically a load, a, a giant amount of people on Reddit uh, slash Discord got together to basically inflate the price up uh, and, uh, yeah, absolutely just make a load of money on it. Um, essentially, they've done the same thing with AMC, but there's a lot of stuff where obviously AMC was in big trouble because of COVID. Um, we spoke about this like probably not long ago, but this is kind of like a lot of news reports are coming out saying that it's probably saved it from bankruptcy until everyone decides to sell the stocks, and then it could plummet again and go bankrupt. <laughs> but this is the problem, isn't it? Because what if people? What if some people don't? And they've invested in, or what if they've done something with that investment now that allows? I don't know how it works exactly, but what if they've maybe had that investment and they've been able to kind of save their ass a little bit? It's it's almost like a little bit weird. It's like a, it's like people have done it for like a selfish reason. But if it's got them out of bankruptcy, I'm sure that people wouldn't like. You've not got out of bankruptcy knowing that people are gonna because right now, basically on some platforms, you can only sell those stocks. You cannot buy anymore. So if you can only sell the stock, then surely you're going to be aware stonk. that... Stonk, sorry. I need to get the pronunciation right because we, <laughs> we're not financial advisors. I have no idea what we're talking about. Um, so basically, if everyone sells their stonks, then I don't know what happens. I don't understand it. If you're if you, if you you clued up with stocks, let us know how it works. I'm quite interested whether or not this has actually saved AMC or not. Uh, I kind of hope it has because AMC is one of the biggest cinema chains in the world. Mm-hmm. They've got cinemas in multiple different countries, so being able to keep them open would be fantastic. And if it's like a group of like nerds on Reddit that's done it, just just kind of like warms my heart a little bit. It's just that like fuck the big men that could have actually done something. We'll take it amongst ourselves to do something. Yeah. Um, but this whole situation has just been fucking laughable. Like, I love the fact that people on reddit were organized enough to affect the market in such way like gamestop became like a fortune 500 company (laughs) yeah yeah exactly uh, but it just the fucking american congress on this entire situation just boggles my mind like how hypocritical they are and they want to put in further restrictions so that this can't happen again it's like sorry Sorry, are other people making money and manipulating the market and it's not you for a change? Oh, what a shame. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard because this is one of those things where, you know, there will be people out there who don't, who aren't part of the government and stuff that would have invested heavily into AMC. Just people who would have made that choice and stuck with it. And I think this is what I was talking with you and Richard about the other day. That there's going to be some genuine people who believed in things like GameStop and believed in things like AMC who would have had their investments in there. Yeah. And it's a shame because obviously for those people, I mean, it's not a shame right now because those people, their bloody investments rocketed up. So the clever thing probably would be for those people to sell. Uh, Obviously, I don't know what the best thing to do is. I'm not giving advice. Um, But (laughs) 
you know, uh, if you don't and then it drops further than what it was before, then for people that just genuinely believed in those companies, it's kind of a bit rubbish, but it totally depends on what side of the fence you're sitting on from like a personal situation with this. You know, damn right, stick it to the man. But um yeah, I guess it's a bit of a it's a bit of a straight it's a bit of a hot sensitive topic at the moment, I think, because it's kind of it obviously was a big Reddit thing and it was just like, let's just, you know, make make some money and do it because we make can and we're, and we're a united force and if you could do it, why the hell wouldn't you do it? Uh yeah. kind of thing. And if you know, and technically I don't know where it sits technically wise, like, you know, if people just do decide to do that then you know it's just a group of people deciding to invest the money really isn't it you know it's just it's just hundreds of people and thousands of people all doing it at once Mm. um it's just so odd but the big point of us talking about this isn't because it's stocks it's because of amc so you know more cinemas the better I guess. I can hear doors opening. Maybe my pizza's here. <laughs> well, we've got to wrap up then with our last topic. Pizza stonks. You know what that pizza will taste like, Chris? Oh, what will it taste like? Five stars. Oh. But we've only getting one star coming soon, Chris, which is the star service from Disney+. Plus. Oh, Jesus. You took me on a journey then. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Look, so I can hear, is this I can hear your the, belly rumbling from here. Let's let's talk about. Is Star. this the eighteen plus or the service for Disney? So I don't think it's the eighteen plus service. I think it's just so there was a big kind of um, there was a big image of Star which had tons and tons of films and TV shows in it. Now I've got a massive list of stuff here. But what I think Star basically is, is it's taking the stuff from FX, uh, Hulu, you know, stuff like that. Um, And it's uh, giving you a way of watching it on Disney Plus for people in the UK and stuff like that. So the TV show lineup for Star on Disney Plus at launch has been revealed for the UK. Uh, I'm just going to pick a handful of these because there is a hell of a lot. Um, Atlanta which is the Childish Gambino uh-huh. series. Yes. You've got Gimme. some classics like Bones, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, depending on what you're into, Desperate Housewives, uh, Family Guy, mm-hmm. uh, Grey's Anatomy, How I Met Your Mother's going to be on there, Modern Family, uh, and then there's a couple of films coming on as well. So uh, again, just literally scrolling down, some of the big ones that were on the image. Uh, you've got Bad Company's going to be on there, Braveheart, uh, Casanova. We've uh, got the Die Hard movies on there. Prison Break, Alien yeah. movies. Yeah. So yeah. what the, what this seems to be as well is because obviously they bought other studios and they got Fox and stuff like that as well. So this is, uh, it's not necessarily eighteen plus content, but it's stuff that's not really Disney suited. So it's like an additional thing on top of there. So it's like it's all like the Frox properties and all the stuff that they've got licenses to show, like Alien and stuff like that. That you're not going to aim towards kids. So probably on like the kids version of Disney Plus is going to be locked off. Yeah. Um, but it means that you've got access to those things because Disney doesn't want to have them on other streaming services. Because I think you could actually get Star on um, Amazon Prime. I think if you paid an additional membership on top, I think you could get access to some star things a while ago yeah um 
But this sounds good. Like, yeah, being I'll... able to watch Alien on streaming and stuff like that. And like you said, Atlanta and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of the information we've got around it right now is mainly for the UK. So, obviously, it launches here on the 23rd of February. And it says that your Disney Plus price in the UK is going to increase from five ninety nine to seven ninety nine per month because you're going to get access to all that content. Now... Mm, I don't know what side of the fence you sit on with this, but I would have kind of kind of have liked the option to maybe opt in or opt out of Star. So like yeah. if you wanted to have a um increase cuz I really got Disney Plus for Star Wars, Marvel stuff to be honest with you. Yeah. I've not really got it for anything else. And right now WandaVision will keep me on it and the other Marvel stuff that's coming out. Um up until obviously then the Mandalorian comes out, etc., and all those start start going. But I don't know whether I would have really wanted to have paid the extra two pound a month for something like this, just because I think I'm not really too bothered. I think like you, it would have been better if like you got the option. It's still cheaper than Netflix, but you're still going to get the problem. Sorry, th- just just before you move on to that, well, just so I don't forget. Yes, it's cheaper than Netflix, but you're also paying for Netflix and probably Amazon. If you're like me, you currently got Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, uh, and I've also got a cheap deal on Now TV. And that's it adds up, you know what I mean? So even yeah. even though it's only two quid and you add that on on top, it still percentage increase-wise is still like a, a relative amount. Yeah, I think definitely like they should have given people the option, but I think it also depends on how much content's being added. Um, as to whether the two pound a month is worth it, like mm. if there is a load of stuff on there, then like a lot of the stuff that's going on there won't be on Amazon Prime anymore, and you could like certain people might choose to get rid of other subscription services in favor to pay this. Like if you get rid of Amazon Prime, you're going to save what a tenner a month. Mm. So you're only paying two pounds, so you're saving like eight quid and getting all this new content and stuff like that. So I think it all depends on how much content you get and like how regularly new content gets added. Mm. Um, I do think they should have said like opt in, opt out. First of all, would have been the big thing. Like, cause like Netflix has put its prices up steadily over the last few years. I know when I started getting it, I think it was seven ninety nine like years ago. And now it's for the version that I've got so that you can watch in 4k it's yeah for more screens it's 12 pound a month yeah that's it so that's gone up four pound itself Mm. so i know disney's just trying to it's getting people on the platform at the minute as well like it's just Mm -hmm. it's still relatively new as far as it goes and i don't think it's sustainable literally just having uh sustainable is the wrong word i don't think it's going to keep people on the platform by literally just releasing marvel and star wars stuff all the time yeah. like just because th- you're gonna have breaks where people will probably cancel and then be like oh when uh, falcon winter soldier starts i'll start it up again and stuff like that and they've i know they've um, they've done the calendar so that that doesn't really happen and there's always a new episode or something coming out but um, i think this is definitely like you said it's for viewer retention more than anything it's so you don't have to have anything else i think it's turning it now that it's got those people on from but, you know, the Star Wars fans and the Marvel fans and also the animation fans. It's now about how does it retain, how does it get another audience? 
And I think this will probably pull a lot of the people, like you said, from Amazon Prime. I don't think it will really pull from Netflix because Netflix no. originals are pretty good at the minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting move, and obviously they need some they want somewhere where they can put all the Fox stuff, the 20th Century stuff, and the FX stuff, and the Hulu stuff. And it- well, that's another thing they're trying to they're trying to get return on investment for essentially what is a massive backlog of a back catalog that they bought when they bought 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Like, they've got all these franchises and stuff now, and it's, like, big franchises that the people want, so they can now start to get some return on investment for buying the company. Mm. Um, and I think it is, like, I think they've, in, like, the US and stuff, it's rolling in Hulu and stuff as well. And I guess Disney have owned Hulu, so... Additionally, I guess all the new, you know, the FX announcements and stuff that happened at the investor call... I guess yeah. those other bits like the alien stuff will probably launch on here as well, I'm assuming. Yeah. So probably. Yeah. Um it uh, that'll be massive. For that. for, yeah. I think it's definitely like it's trying to cement itself. It's weird thinking that Disney Plus has been in the UK for a year now. But it's definitely gonna like cement itself as one of the biggest streaming services as opposed to like diehard Disney fans. Mm. Um I think at the moment it's mostly Star Wars fans and Marvel fans that are on it. Yeah. Um for that original content but like you said it's going to be sporadic whether people kept up the memberships like you probably saw a big drop off between mandalorian season one and mandalorian season two yeah exactly Um, because not much really we didn't have any marvel properties at all during that time no and but now we've got now we have mandalorian season two we got wanda we got falcon winter soldier you've got enough to keep more people interested rather than just the back catalog of disney properties yeah for sure for sure because you can burn through that like i had this isn't even disney's first streaming service like they pitched it as if it was because but they had disney life beforehand which oh, was like I a smaller disney service yeah. but i don't i don't remember if it was like worldwide or what but i know it was in the uk like i had a free trial for that for a month i think it was i think i watched most like almost everything on there like in terms of the disney classics and stuff like that and some of the newer mickey mouse cartoons and stuff like that I went through and watched like most of that in like a month's free trial. So like a Disney diehard will burn through Disney Plus pretty quickly. So yeah, because Disney need this Life, new Disney Life only got discontinued on the twenty third of April. So it was actually yeah. on for quite a while. It was just sort of like under the surface. Um, I think that might have originally been run. I think they were in a deal with maybe the company that owned like the umbrella company that owns netflix and stuff i think Mm. i remember seeing that somewhere in the past because it was very much laid out very much like netflix and stuff as well interesting very very Mm. interesting so yeah hopefully it's got good programming and also it's bringing a lot of shows from the u.s to uk audiences like atlanta i think did air but is on sky atlantic which sky atlantic you need to pay extra for on top of your tv packages and stuff like that that's where like game of thrones aired and stuff so a lot of the uk didn't get that either mm-hmm. so like it's bringing these shows to like the rest of the world and especially to the uk so it's going to make it easy to watch atlanta um loads of different shows like that all the fox properties like you said the new stuff that they announced at disney plus loads of franchises so the Die Hard franchise alien franchise yada 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 they've got full rights to show like all the x-men stuff and everything 
I think it, it's going to work out well. They should have definitely offered people, like, do you want to pay the extra £2 or not? But I guess it's better than Netflix just turning around and being like, we're just hiking the price up. At least there's kind oh, of yeah. something to show for it, at least. Yeah, like, that's that's bothered me in the past, where it's just there, like, oh, yeah, we're adding, like, an extra two quid on, and I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> You're not giving me anything extra. I guess, like... Not I, indirectly, the the content has got better on Netflix. So yeah. I guess it, you know, it's it's swings and roundabouts. I just like the way that they've done it and done this announcement at the same time as Star. I guess that's the best way they could have done it because imagine yeah. if they announced Star and then, well, they did didn't say that it was going to go up anyway until now. But I guess now that they've gave you more details of what is exactly going to be included on it and then we said okay we're also because of all this content we're going to hike the price up by two quid a month and it's a bit like it makes just makes it a little bit easier to swallow i mean not like you're going to miss two pound a month but it's just the fact that the hype hiking up the service you'd be annoyed if it was your broadband home broadband or your phone bill or whatever anyway put it that way yeah yeah i think it is annoying that it's gone up but it's whether you get that two pounds worth of content out of it hopefully for like someone like me and you there'll be enough on there well i'm Um, gonna keep it Anyhow, so it's yeah. uh, it's there for the Marvel stuff, right? I guess that's you it could for the maybe week. get rid of your Now TV. Well, once my sweet little deal on that's ended, which I think is in like a couple of months, I'll probably cancel that. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, probably it for the week. That's the end of that uh, smelly news dump. I've uh, got the shovel and <sighs> shoveled it out, haven't we? Between us, we've done all right. I need to get him a little kitty little tray or something. <laughs> kitty little tray. We'll make it out of um, old Blu-rays that we never watch anymore. We'll build it like <laughs> oh, a little... I've got two boxes of them right next to me. Perfect. I'm going to get a, a spray bottle, so when he tries to do it in the house, I'll squirt him, like, direct him towards the back door, and just like, no, you go out there. <laughs> it's funny, because, you know, you, I imagine, like, Roost Loomer is actually, like, a person, but he just acts like a dog. He's a furry, <laughs> really, I guess, isn't he? This is getting weird. Let's uh, let's end, let's wrap up the episode because you've got pizza to eat. Um, uh, right, thank you very much for watching. Make sure you f- check us out on the socials. Get real pod. Get real pod uk at gmail dot com. Uh, you can check out our other sister podcast, Get Real Gaming. Those guys are really good. Richard and Lawrence talk about gaming news every single week. Uh, it's a good place, good time, and uh, Chris will tell you how you can support the podcast. Best way to support the podcast, rate and review on whatever podcast network you're listening to us on right now. Subscribe to us on Spotify. If you head over to Podchaser, leave us a rate and review on there. It'll send it to everywhere else, apparently. So that's like, just leave one there and it sends it to everyone. That's the big one. Like, go to Podchaser. Uh, Also, share us with a friend. Share us on your Instagram story. Every time a new episode goes live, there's a new social post on Instagram and stuff. Just click that little paper airplane thing. Just put it on your story. Just anything like that. Tell two friends about us. That's the best way to support the podcast and help us grow. Yeah, thank you so much for listening to this big old dump on the carpet. Um, But I hope next week, we're definitely going to have a subject, whether it's long-awaited sequels like it was meant to be this week or maybe... Maybe the dig or what was the other thing that you said came out? Um, I feel like something else might have come the out. White oh, tiger. White Tiger. That's it. Um, yeah, maybe. It'll be one of them. But thank you for listening. And yeah. we'll see you in February. See you. Will this come, uh, be coming out on the first of February? I think February? this will already, already be out. We'll see you sometime this month. <laughs> or next month.
I think it's this month. No, the... F- <laughs> okay, right. We'll I see think it's going to be February. See you next week. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Time is hard, man. <laughs>